what we want is we want our Chumash Shmos. Um, we're going to do the Ramban, but it's probably Kedai, if you have a real Chumash, we also want to have the Targum Unklus Rashi. And in fact, even the Targum Yonas on Ben Uziah, which it doesn't have in every Chumash, but in the serious Mikros Gedolos, um, you have it. So if... Um, if if you've got it, it's a it's a it's a great. So what we want to do, just give another minute. Um, let, let's just remind ourselves the psukim with Rashi, because the Ramban is going to be a big uh, takeoff from Rashi. Okay, so hopefully you have a chumash shmos, certainly chumash in Rashi, ideally the Ramban. Um, so let's remind ourselves what how Rashi learns pshat. And basically, we, let me just alert where we're heading. Rashi learns pshat in the in the psukim, the way the Gemara learns pshat. The Gemara makes lots of drushes, and we already saw in the Ravid that the Ravid wants to take the psukim much more literally. In Zarcha Hashemesh Olav says the Ravid it means it's in the day instead of in the night. And we're going to see a similar approach in the Ramban, but it's in contrast to Rashi. Okay, as well as the Unklus also learns more like the Ravid, and we'll see like the Ramban. So, okay, Daniel Jezai, we're, we're just reading, we're just reviewing the psukim, Shmos, Chav, Beis, Aleph, and Beis. So just let's re- review the psukim with Rashi. We're just going to go straight to Rashi. Imba Machteret, I'm reading Rashi. Okay, so Imba Machteret, Kishahaya Choter Es Habayis. So the Ganav is tunneling in underground. Ein Lodomim, Ein Zu Ritzicha. When you kill the, the Ganav, it's not called murder. Harehu kemek meikro. He's like he's already a dead man. Kan This is the lesson of pre uh, of a preemptive strike. Okay, where 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 do we see that here? Vizet the ganav lahargachaba shaharei yodeyahu sheinot amamiratzmo veroish and not limamona b'fadavishosei. So the God of knows that a person isn't going to stand by idly and watch you steal his money. Lefikach, Michael, we're, Michael, we're in Shmos Chav Beis in Chumash and Rashi. Lefikach, Almanat Kane, but the God of is coming with this condition. Shimiyamod Balabamod Kenegdo, get into the head here. The God of is coming knowing that the Balabite's not going to walk, not going to hide under the bed. The Balabite's going to oppose him. Well, if the God of is coming in, and he's making all that effort to steal, knowing the Balabai is going to oppose him. What is his intention? He's not leaving without the money. And therefore, okay, and this is that was Rava in the Gemara, why um, the Torah gave permission to the Balabai to kill, because he's a Balaharga Hashkem Lahar. But what about him, Zarcha Hashemesh Allah? Says Rashi, Ain ze elekemin masha. It's not literal, says Rashi. It's a metaphor. Im lecha hadavar, sheyesh lo shalom imcha, kashemesh hazeh, shehu shalom ba'olam. Kach pashut lecha, sheinu bala harog, afil yamod bala mamon kenegdo, kigon av ha'choter lignov mamon araben, so this is how the Gemara learned Pshat in the Zarcha Hashemesh Olav, where there's a difference between a father against a son, where the, where the assumption is he won't kill, and you're only allowed to kill if you're sure he's going to kill, all right, versus everybody else where the assumption is he will kill. So that's the Zarcha Hashemesh Olav is a metaphor. Domim lo kechayu but the dumbing low case is that if you kill him, you're a murderer. And then, again, all of this is in the context of so since you're not allowed to kill the Ganav, so therefore when the Ganav steals, he becomes Chayv Mamon. In contrast to the case where if you were allowed to kill him, and therefore we would activate a kamle bidarabamine, and the Ganav wouldn't have to pay. But as long as it's a dummy low, the Ganav has to pay. And that's the end. Now, Unculus, now Rashi brings in Unculus. Okay? Unculus, tier game, 
im ena de sahadaya nefalas alohe. He's translating, he's learning pshat in the in the Zarcha Shemesh Olav. What does Zarcha Shemesh Olav mean? That there are witnesses to see what's happening. Lokach lo shita cheres. The Unklus is going in a whole different direction, says Rash. Lomar, what is, according to Unklus, what does Unklus mean? How is Unklus understanding the Psukim? She'im mitza'u edim kodem sheba balabayas. So here's the scenario. The Ganav is a machteris. And there are witnesses seeing the, balab- the Ganav before the Balabayat comes home. So the, the Ganav is, is there. There are witnesses. The Balabayat comes home. And the Balabayat wants to kill the Baba Machteret. So then the witnesses warn the Balabayat, you better not kill the Ganav. Because if you do, you'll be executed. And the Balabai kills the Ganef anyway. Domimlo. Why? Because here's the key. Since there are witnesses witnessing the Ganef, what's the Ganef going to do if the Balabai comes home? Kill the Balabai or run away? What's, he more like? what's the more What do we expect the Ganef to do if there's people looking, watching? Run away. Run away. So therefore, the Balabites have allowed to kill him. Okay, so that is how Unclus learns Pshat. Okay. Um, Robert Kowinski? Yeah. Before we get to the Ramban, I, I, I want to ask a question that I could have asked this in the last year and I just didn't get around to it, but I, this, this just reminded me. <laughs> Regarding this assumption that the that the that the Baba Machteris is going to be willing to kill the Balhabite over this, if he enters without any totally unarmed, totally unarmed, what he's going to kill the Balhabite with his bare hands? How's he going to do that? Okay, so the answer is yes. <laughs> you know, in other words, you've got to you've got to go back. You know, we can't live in 2023 when we're analyzing this, okay? And every case, of course, today, it would be a very different thing. But I'll just add a point. We didn't really um, zero in on it when we were learning the Gomorrah. But if you go back to the Gomorrah, if you remember, if you have a Gomorrah, it'll be even easier to take a look at it. One of the things the Gomorrah says is, the hukah b'chol misa sha'atayochol lahamito. The fact that it says the hukah, all right, and I'm sorry, I got it wrong. It says Vahuka Vamace. All right, Vahuka Vahuka says anybody can kill him. He's a road if anybody can kill him. But it says Vahuka Vamace that you can kill, that the that the Balabai can kill with any means of mur- of killing that he that he wants. But you needed an extra word, meaning the Pusik should have said, because obviously the hukah must have led to death. Otherwise, you wouldn't tell me Ain Lodami. Because if the hookah didn't lead to death, then of course there's nothing to talk about Ain Lodami. Okay? So how did the Balabai kill? So the Gemara has a default that without the word mace, you have to see Rashi. It's very Meduic in Rashi. We didn't, we didn't uh, uh, highlight it enough. I'm going to highlight it now. Is that Rashi says the hookah, that the, def- the, hookah, the mace, the default was the only way you're allowed to kill him is with a maka, to hit him. Because that's what the Pesach says. So the only way you're allowed to kill him is hitting him. Why? Because how would the Ganef kill you? Only if you oppose him. That's hand-to-hand combat. So in fact, the idea is that you're going to, there's going to be hand-to-hand combat. You're not going to take out your gun and shoot him from far away. Now it says umes. It's a chiddush that you can kill him in any way necessary. Okay, but but again, you've got to understand that we're that we're talking uh, that that the fact that he came in unarmed doesn't mean he won't kill you because if you try to oppose him, he's going to kill. He's going to try to kill you. He's going to try to kill you. That's what I would say, Pinchas. Okay. All right. Another question on Onkelis. The way Rashi's explaining Onkelis, does Rashi understand Onkelis to be saying that? The Adim couldn't have killed the guy. 
In other words, it's different from the Gemara we learned that says that, it, that anybody can do the killing where, as opposed to just the Balabite himself. But it seems like the scenario in Uncle's the, is that there's Adim who didn't kill him for some reason. Instead, they just saw. Why didn't the Adim kill him? Perhaps, well, I'm asking perhaps because they're not allowed to. Well, we know that that's not true. We know well, that the Gemara, we know that Gemara holds that it's not true, but I'm asking about only in Unklus. Unklus can't go with it. It's very simple. Who, who, can, who can figure out the answer to Yaakov's question? According to Unklus, Rashi said it very clearly. What, what's, the, what's the narrative? You forgot the narrative. The God of his Choter. There are Adim before the Balabayat comes home. So there's nobody in the house. So is he a Rodev? Is the God of a Rodev when nobody's in the house? Who's, no. Who's he, who's he Rodev if nobody's in the house? It's, well, it says Ba Balabayit. So that's the idea being that he wasn't there. Ba Balabayit. It starts, again, the narrative. The, he, the God of his Choter, there are Adim seeing it. He wasn't even in the house at all. It's not that he was asleep in the bedroom and came and out. He then the Balabayat comes home. So now the Balabayat wants to kill the, the, the Mamach Teres. He knows the Chumash. He knows the Gemara. He, right, he pulls out his gun. Oh, I have, I have a Baba Mach Teres. I got it. I'm going to shoot him. And the Adam saying, you're not allowed to shoot him because since we're here, he's not going to kill you. He came for money. But he doesn't want to get executed in court. Yeah, yeah. So, so therefore, therefore, the Adam warned the Balabite not to kill, because the because now that we are here, there's no danger that the Ganav is going to kill you. So I guess they knew he wasn't home. Also, in other words, like uh, that's obvious. That's uh, that's it, part of the narrative. That's clearly part of yeah. the narrative. Okay. All right. That was a good point. Okay. Let's open up the Ramban. Okay, either in your Chumash or again, if you have the if you have this Ramban, it's really there's a lot of great footnotes in it. The the Chevelle Ramban, where is it here? How do I get you guys to see it? All right, well my camera doesn't focus. Okay. Anyway, Imzar Hashemish Olaf. So the Ramban starts out by quoting Rashi, Einze Elokimin Mashal, etc. Okay, meaning it it doesn't mean. Sunday, uh, uh, sunrise, literally, it means that you're sure he's not there to kill you. And then at the end of the Rashi, Vunklus, this is still quoting Rashi, Vunklus Tirgamim Ena Desadi Nafla Ilui, Lokach Loshita Acheres. This is Rashi. Lomarshim, it's Uedim Kodem Shabab Alabais, which is Shabab Alabais Kenegdo. Hitrubo Shalo Yahargenu. So the Adam are there, the Balabite comes home, the Adam say, don't kill him. And the, and the Balabite kills him anyway, dumb him low. The Balabayit is Chayv Misa. Chayv Alav Im Harga. Why? Me'achar she'yesh ro'im lo. Since there are witnesses who see the Ganav. Ain't a Ganav bo'a liskenin foshos. The Ganav is certainly not there in a, in a, in a lethal capacity. V'lo yarog et Balabayit. Loshan Rash. That's the end of Rash. Okay, now comes the Ramban. Vanitama. I'm astonished. The very tricky thing here. Ain lo damim means that the Balabayat is allowed to kill the Ganav. And if the Balabayat kills the Ganav, what's the Chiddush? What's the Chiddush in Ain lo damim? That if the Balabayat kills the Ganav, well, let's back it up. What was your default? If the Ganav kills the, if the Balabayat kills the Ganav, what's your default? It'd be Chayv Misa. Chayv Misa. Chayv Misa. So it says, he's not Chayv Misa. Well, wait a minute. What happened here? How could he be Chayv Misa if he killed, but in your default world, how could he be Chayv Misa if he killed the Ganav? Because he's, he's going to kill somebody over uh, over theft? No, no, no. Wait, but there's a, you, you, missed, you missed a major procedural point. Are there Adam here? No. If there's no Adam, how could you execute him? How could All right, be- we talked about that, yeah. So there's got to be Adam. Otherwise, of course, he's not Chayv Misa. Not only must there be Adim, but what do the Adim have to do? Asra. They have to give the Balabayit Asra. Don't you kill a Jew. He's a Ganef, but don't you kill him, because if you kill him, we're going to execute you. Wow. Says the Ramban. 
that's a chiddush to exempt him from being executed by the Beisdin. Vadai b'shehitru bo. It must be that the Aiden gave the Balabayan warning, don't kill the Ganif. You've got to know, what was your default world? Your default world was that the Balabayan will be high of execution. Well, that could only be if they ate him, there were Adam who warned the Balabayan not to kill the, the Ganif. Okay, so the Ramban has a huge chiddish here that the scenario has to include Adam warning the Balabaya, don't kill the God. So right away you realize that the Ramban, the Ramban is bringing in a big question on Unclus. So what did Unclus say? That the dumbing law is talking when there are Adam. Says the Ramban, the whole Pesach has to be talking with Adam, otherwise how could you have a Chiddush of, of Enlo dumbing? Everybody following the problem here? Or do I need to, is it clear? Is the problem clear? It, it, the attack on Unclus is there must be Aiden here in the Ain Lo Domin Pasuk 2. Because if there's no Aiden, then I don't need a Chiddush of Ain Lo Domin. Because he won't be executed anyway. Anybody have any, any thoughts on that, what the next step would be? Wait a minute, isn't that Akashi even without Unclus? How can the cloud the scenario ever take place? No, but Uncle says the dumb in low is when there are aided. Says the Ramban, that can't be. That can't be that because there are aided, it's dumb in low. Because the whole scenario of Ain low dumb has to also be with aided. Uncle said that the, that the difference between dumb in low and Ain low dumb is that if the Balabayat comes home when, when there's no aided, then, then we're worried that the Ghana will kill it. But if the Balabai comes home when there are eight in there, there's no worry that they Balabai that the that the Ganav is going to kill him. And therefore, Dumim Lo is when there are eight him. And by by uh, inference, Ainlo Dumim is where there aren't eight him, because at the minute there's eight him, you're never allowed to kill him if there's eight him. Says the Rambah, what are you talking about? The whole the, the only time I need a Kiddush of Ainlo Dumim is if there's eight him with Hasra. Are you are you guys following that? So that means that anal dumbing has to mean something else. Wait, 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 wait. Perhaps wait. what Rossi says it means. Wait, wait. Again, first of all, the Ramban is, is trying to negate Unclus. Ah, but there's one way. There's one way out. Anal dumbing could still exempt you when there's no aid in, meaning your default was that, that even without aid in, you will be chayiv for killing him. Bide shamayim. Right? Vim tomar. That would be a nice shot. Meaning, Unclus would work like this. If there's Adam, you're not allowed to kill him. And if you kill him, you're going to be executed and based it. But if there's no Adam, you needed a Chiddush in the Torah to say that I, I'm allowed to kill him and, I'm not have, and I have no liability even Bidei Shammai. Says the Ramban Zaino Emes, that's not correct. It just doesn't work. The first Pasuk says he is always, Ainlo Damim says that he is, that there is no consequences for killing, no consequences be they Shamayim, and if there's Aiden with Hasra, there's no consequences be they based it. The Hasheni, and the second Pasuk of Yeshlo Damim, Damim Lo. Meaning, the Ramban is saying, wait a minute, there's no difference. Either, either you're completely liable, and then it's going to be baby day shamayim, baby day adam, or you're completely non-liable, and then it's baby day adam, baby day shamayim. And therefore, it says the Ramban, the witnesses are only a technical requirement if you want to execute him day adam. But you needed a chiddush that even day shamayim, you're not going to be chayev if he's an ein lodami. Okay, so that's the Ramban disagreeing with Ula, with, uh, with Unclus. Okay, so one second, let us hear a footnote. Right, okay. The Lais Kavin Harav, Harav here means Rashi, Lomar, Sheim Mitzauhu Eidim Kodem Shabbat. I'm sorry, I think it means, no, it's got to be Unclus. It's got to be Unclus in Rashi. 
Lomar, Shem it's oh Adim Kodim Shabob Alabayas. Vihikiru the Haganav Yadabahem. Ain't no ball is getting foshos achshav. Meaning it could be that the Ganav came ready to kill the Balabayat. But the minute the Balabayat sees that there are Adim, he's not in, in, a, in a killing mode anymore. Shekvaru Osh Ehikiru Aedim. Vim Yarog Yavu Aedim Lebezim Yargu. So the, the Ganav who may have even come with legal intentions, those legal intentions disappear when the Ganav realizes that there's people around because there's no way he's going to kill the Balabayat for the money since the consequences would be execution in Beisdin. Vizetam in Zorcha Hashemesh Olov. So now he's learning Pshat, not the way we're learning in the Rashi and the Gemara, but he's making, he's making it work in, in the Unkelus' way. In Zorcha Hashemesh Olov, Kibalayla, what's the difference? So he, again, the Ramban here is going in the direction like the Raiva did. Zarcha Shemesh is literal. But what does Zarcha Shemesh literal mean? Not day, not day or night, but Balayla Shaloi Kiru Aidim Yargenu Labalabai Vivrach. It's whether the the Aidim that whether the Ganav is visible to Aidim or not. So if the Ganav is not visible to Aidim, then he's going to kill the Balabai and run away. Okay, but if Zarcha Shemesh Allah, meaning if Aidim are watching. And that has to be in the day, because at night, in those days, right, pre-electricity, the Adim wouldn't have been able to recognize the Ganav. And therefore, if it's at night, then the Balabai can kill. In If it's in the day and there's witnesses, you got to have witnesses in the daytime where the witnesses can recognize. So then the Balabai is not allowed to kill. Okay. Valdaiti niskaven unklus lomar. Another thing, this is Unclus's intention that the Ganav got out. And now the Balabayat goes to court and says, I have witnesses that this Ganav was a Baba Machteret. So why is he, why is he what, what claim does he have? He's, he's doing more than just claiming his money back. Because if he wants his money back, he doesn't need to say whether it was Baba Machteris or not. So if he's going into Beisdin with a claim of Baba Machteris, what does he want? What's he there for? Use your imagination, guys. You got to use a little imagination. He wants to make a taina to Beisdin that's guys of Chayav Misa because oh, he's a Baba exactly. Machteris. He wants Beisdin to execute him. He's a Baba Machteris. A Baba Machteris is Chayav Misa. I could have killed him in the, in the Machteris. He got away. So I want you to kill him now. So Damim Lo the Pasuk says that Zarcha Shemeshalov means once he gets out of the Machteret, then he becomes a regular Yeshlo Damim. The Eino Muter Lahargo. Then you're not allowed to kill him. So not only is he ex- he's not executed in Beisdin, but in Hargo Neragalov. If the Balabayat, meaning it's really what it's saying is we never got to Beisdin. The Ganav got out of the Machteret and then the Ganav, and then the Balabayat killed him. Then the Balabayat gets executed. But what is the what's the consequences for the Ganav once he got out of the Machteret? And now, now we'll see how the Pusik works perfectly. What it, it's talking about a normal situation. That what? Derech boy lovo balaila. The normal way is a Baba Machter comes at night. Why does he come at night? Because he doesn't want to be seen by anybody. And then, not only is the God, is the Baal by Patr, he's even allowed. Aval, but here's, the, here's what Zarchal Shemesh Allah, but if the Ganav doesn't get out during the night, but he's Mitzakev Sham Ad Zarchal Shemesh Allah. But what happens if the Ganav doesn't get out at night? He, he, he stays there and he only leaves the Machteret in the day. He's hiding out and then in the day he's running away. Okay, and now I want to now I want to make him chayev again, Misa. Misa. Lobe Bezim, Vim came. 
Aldasa Omer Betalmud. Now we go back to our Gemara. If you remember, it was the second piece of Gemara. The Machlokas Rav and Rava. Hababa Machteres Venotal Kalim. And he got out. Now we catch the Ganaf. So Rav made a big Chiddush. Bidonimim Kanenehu. That since he stole the 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 the, the chavis at the time he was chayiv misa he gets to keep it, and Rava says no only if it broke he doesn't have to pay but if it's intact he has to give it back. So aldasa omer betalmu chababa makters v'not alkein v'yalsa pater that's Rav domim kanenayu. So then what does it mean in the pasuk? The problem is but the pasuk says im domim lo v'domim lo. What's the pasuk? Uh, what I do with the chumash. Right, Look at the psukim. So the continuation of right, So the 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 Raman is saying that's going to be the shot according to Rav. That he right that that. See, how is Rav? Let's, let's look at the Pesukim for a minute again. According to Rav, according to Rav, so if you understand that Domim Lo means after he gets out of the Machteret, after he gets out of the Machteret, he becomes a Domim Lo. That the Pesuk is talking about the same guy. Imba Machteret, Imotze Haganov, Vuhukavomes, Ein Lo Domim. In means he got out. He went out in the day and he ran away. Domim lo. Domim lo means you can't kill it. But according to Rav, he still has rights to the object that he stole. So therefore, the Shalem Yishalem in the Pasuk has to be going all the way back to the beginning before we even introduced Hababa Machteres. It has to be talking about the Pasuk before that which is Kiyignov Ish Shorose, then it's Shalem Yishalem. Meaning there's this idea, and the Rana gives an example of it in in um, in, in, in Dvarim by an Evid an Ivri, where sometimes the Torah talks about something, and then it goes into conditional situations, and the last phrase pulls us all the way back to the beginning. All right. The, again, the Ramban. I'm not gonna. I, if you want to look it up, you can look it up in um, in in Vayik in, in uh, Dvarim Perak Tezvav by the Hanaka of the Evet by Hanaka. There's a few psukim there, and it concludes which has nothing to do with what which, with what was in the middle. It pulled us all the way back to the beginning. So that's what the Ramban is saying here. The According to Rav, it's got to go all the way back to the beginning because if, if the pshat is domim lo means he got out, according to Rav, he still doesn't have to pay. So what does it mean, shalem yishalem? It's going all the way back to the beginning. Kederech, as it says in Dvarim, Ramban gives you an example where what we do is we have, a, we have a phrase at the very end, which really is just a continuation of something that was written many psukim before. Okay, so again, that's according to Rav. But, the, but again, what we're trying to do is establish that Zorcha Shemesh Olav means that he got out from the Machteret. The Chiddush of Damim Lo is once he's out of the Machteret, there's no Chiv Misa. Okay, all right. Now, V'derech HaPshat Yedua, Yomar, Shim Chotar B'choshech Batim, V'nim Tzabal Machteret Balayla Yehare. Now let's get Pashat Pshat in the Tzukim. Imba Machteret Yimatzei Haganov, meaning he's, he's burrowing in at night, and he's found at night. Yehare. Vim Zorcha Shemesh Al Haganov, Ve'odam Ro'eu Umakiro. So Zorcha Shemesh is not like the Gemara learned. Zorcha Shemesh is literal, the way the Ravid learned. But it's even more than the way the Ravid learned. It's more like the Unklus learned. That somebody sees the Ganav and knows who he is. Lo then the Balabite cannot kill the Ganav. That's the Zorcha Shemesh Olav Domim Lo, Shalem Yishalem. 
that if it's if people know who the Ganef is, then you then dumb him low, the Balabite can't kill him. And Shalim Mishalim, the Ganef has to pay. Because it's no longer a lethal situation. And therefore, you're not allowed to kill him because people know who he is. And once the people know who he is, there's no suspicion that the Ganef is going to kill. So when it says Zarcha Shemesh, it's not talking about sun. It's talking about people being able to see the Ganef. That it's known who the Ganef is. The Tamas Dinazek Asheris Karnu, Kize Yarog is Balabais, Zeh refers to the Boba Machteret at night, Vize in the day, Yivrachimenu. So in the night, the Ganef will kill because nobody sees. But in the day, even though he wanted, he, he was ready to kill the Balabayat for the money, but once there's people watching, he's not going to kill. So it, it, the, the flow of the Ramban here is clearly much more like the Rivid. And it's amazing that it's really very different than the whole way the Gemara looks at it. Gemara has a whole different approach. If you look at some of the other Meforshim, most of the other Meforshim, they don't talk a lot about it, but the ones who do uh, make it much more literal. The Meforshim HaTorah make it much more literal. Rashi is the only one that learns it as a mushal and has it, and basically Rashi brings what the, how the Gemara learns Pshat. But the Rivet and the Ramban, etc. So we're going to see in the tour, in the Beis Yosef, a little bit of an expansion on this discussion. Okay, so are there any questions on the Ramban till now? And we're going to now open up Taf Kaf Hay. We will be going back to the beginning of Taf Kaf Hay because that is the, that is the discussion of Rodef. But we're not going to do that now. Um, I just will point out, just remind ourselves, the Gemara, on, in the Gemara on Amud Aleph, my time of the Machteres, we rendered the Balabayat's permission to kill the, the Ganav. On the next page, the Gemara said the Huka um, um, that anybody can kill him. And it says, why could anybody kill him? Because he's a Rodef. So we didn't introduce Rodef when we were talking about the Balabayat's permission to kill. The Balabayat's permission to kill was listed as That would not give the bystander permission to kill. The bystander's permission to kill is because we've read the Chiddush of the Hukah, Kol Adam, is that we're looking at, we're looking at the at the at the uh, Ganav as a rodef, which gives the bystander permission to kill. Okay, you following the bystander only has permission to kill if we render the Ganav into a rodef. Whereas apparently the Balabayat doesn't need the the Ganav to be a rodef to be able to kill him, but it, but it was but it was Balahargo When we get into the sugya of rodef. We're going to make, we're going to come back, we're going to access this again to see is there a difference between Abola Hargach Hashkem Lahargo and Rodef besides the fact of whether bystanders can intervene. Yehudi had a question. Uh, yeah, isn't this the simple understanding of the, of the Pasuk? This is Damim, in uh, Damim. It's like a din on the Ganav that he doesn't have Damim, and it's not a din on the Balabais. Um, that's how the Gemara learns it. But the Ramban has shown um, that, the, that it very well could be Ein Lo Domim is referring to the Bal Habayid who kills the Ganaf. He is not liable for execution. Seems that that's how Unclus is learning it, and the Ramban is going in that direction. You realize how ambiguous it is. Imba Machteret Yimotze Ganov Vehu Kovameis, Ein Lo Domim, that word Lo. And I always talk about how pronouns are the easiest way to cover up whether you really understand what's going on or not, because you got to know what's the antecedent of the pronoun. Okay, I'm looking at a seaboard that I know all this seaboard knows what an antecedent of a pronoun is. You should just know <laughs> how, how the generations have deteriorated. Okay, <laughs> when Pinchas and David Lerner were in the yeshiva, we knew what pronouns were and we knew what antecedents were. <laughs> and 10 years in, 
I, I, I'm say antecedent and I see blank faces. What's an antecedent? <laughs> well, no, but it gets much worse. Because in the last couple of years, people don't even know what a pronoun is. I, 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 and I don't even want to say one of the answers I got uh, uh, six months ago when I threw out the question to the shear, what's a pronoun? And right away, somebody answered, but it was very, very uh, progressive answer. Uh, it's amazing. So, but everybody here knows what a, an antecedent is. And that's what you always have to zero in on, because there's lots of pronouns, right, where it's not clear what the antecedent is. This is a perfect example, it, right? It could say, right, dumb, ain't low dumb him. Who's the low? Well, the simple, we've always been understanding it is ain't low dumb him. The Ganif is a dead man, he's a dead man walking. That's how Rashi learns chat. Ain't low dumb him. He's like a guy who has no blood. He's a dead man walking. But the Ramban and Uncle seem to be learning ain't low dumb him means the Balabite who kills him ain't low dumb him. He's not liable for murder. Ain't low, the Balabite doesn't have a din of dumbim. Dumbim would be murder, uh, 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 being considered a murder, a criminal for murder. Okay, so that, that's that's exactly the ambiguity here. Okay, so if you have tough chavhe in the in the tour, you got to go into the middle. Um, again, there's two ways. If you, if you have the new tour, it's on page tafnun gimel. If you have an old fashioned tour, it's probably you want to look for a vav in the middle of the of the simen. And if you guys, you know, if you tell me where you are, there's a Bamedvar Mamurim. It's after that. Um, it's less, it's about halfway in. I'm looking here to try to gauge. It's about halfway in. If yes, half, it's pretty much halfway into Tafchav Hay. And it starts to start with. Tafchav Hay in Koshim Mishpat. What does it start with? What are the first few words? Hababa Machteris. Well, read me some of your words. I'll tell you whether you're too far in or too far back, too far, too far, too too far in or too or not far in enough. You're you're, you're muted, Dan. Afal pisha ain dinin. What? Keep going. It's further. Uh, okay, but it's the next section. Thank you. See it? Okay. Does everybody have it? Yes, everybody found it. Ababa Makaris Gam came with the Hargo. That's yes, that's, that's okay. where we are. That's where we are. Okay. So says the tour. Hababa Makteris Gam came. The Gam came is because till now we've been talking about a rodef. The fact that an, a bystander is allowed to kill a rodef. So it says, Baba Makteris Gam came with Lahargo. Not only is, a, is somebody allowed to kill a rodef, a real rodef, but even a Baba Makteris can be killed. Vatam. Because he's equated with a rodef, he's considered like a rodef. Now we're going to quote the Gemara. So the owner is going to certainly stand up to the Ganav to try to save his money. Meaning the Ganav, Yakum So the Ganav, when the Balabai tries to stop the Ganav from stealing, and he will, the Ganav is ready to kill him. Otherwise, what's he doing there? Because again, you got to get into the head here. The Ganav is coming in. What's his agenda? To leave with the money. That's his agenda. But if he comes in knowing that the Balabite is not going to go, we're going to hide under the bed, but the Balabite is going to oppose him. If the Ganav goes in knowing that, well, how does he expect to get away with the money? Up to and including killing the Balabai. That's the logic. Okay? So the killing of the Balabai is to save the Balabai, the Balabai from being killed by the by the Balmakteris. Okay, so that's the reasoning. Now that has many ramifications. Lefikach, since that's the reason why I'm allowed to kill the, the, the Ghana. Okay. So now, in order for the Balabayat to be allowed to kill the Ganav, it has to be clear that the Balabayat, that, that the Ganav is ready to kill the Balabayat in the face of opposition. Again, the, the, the tour is very clear here. 
And pretty much this is really how I think the secular law has evolved, is that the only time you're allowed to kill the intruder is if it's very clear that your life is in danger. Now, again, there's a different law today that you got to hide under the bed. Okay, but but if we can postulate that we don't expect somebody to hide under the bed, we expect him to oppose. So then that means that your life is, you know, your life is in danger, but it's only if you know your life is in danger. Well, it's very, it's fascinating that because he assumes that you will defend yourself, therefore he will fight back. Therefore, you could defend yourself with by force. Again, you skip your hundred. That's exactly right. Okay, but the idea is that the Ganav is coming in. We're going to see this makes a difference. You'll see in a few minutes that the Ganav is coming. If I know the Ganav is coming in with the idea, he's not leaving without the money. He's not he's not going to run away if the Balabite opposes him. He's not leaving without the money. Okay, that's basically going to be the issue. Okay, so let's read on. Umiu kol adam bechazakazu. Who? Now, the but there's a there's a there's a twist here, because the balabai never knows for sure. How does the balabai know for sure what's going to be? So the answer is that there's a chazaka that that the balabai that the god of is ready to kill. Viochalahorgo elim kain yodea shachoter oev lebalamomon velo yarget. Okay, that you know for sure that he won't kill you. All right, and that was the case we had where the, where, where, who was it that said, right? Who was it? Where's my Gamora? Right, where that, that was, that was illustrated to us by, it was illustrated by, um, by Rav saying that I would kill anybody except Rav Hanina Barshila, who's not my son. But I, he's not, my, I'm not his son, but I know he would never kill me. I know he would never kill me. So therefore, So you, again, a regular person, you kill when you're not sure. Because the assumption is he will kill unless you know for sure he won't kill. Again, what the what the tour is doing here is he's basically giving us the res- resolution of the two prices where suffix seem to be in contradiction. So this is basically the resolution of the two contradictory prices. In one case, this, you, you kill me suffix, and in one case, you don't kill me suffix. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. We're not going to do any Beis Yosef here because the Beis Yosef basically just reviews for us everything that we saw till now. He basically reminds us of the Gemara that led to this. He just quotes the Gemara. Hopefully you guys remember it. And we don't need, we don't need the, the Beis Yosef to just repeat the Gemara for us. If you don't remember the Gemara, please go back and see it because that's, that's where this comes from. But now the, now the Ramba. Okay, so we saw the Ramba. Meaning not only if he's tunneling underground, but even if you find him in the house, you find him in the, in the backyard where he didn't have to actually tunnel in to get in. The Rambam is going to a big extreme. Doesn't matter whether it's day or night. We already see difference than the Ramban, uh, right? And, and, and the Rivet, which is what the Rivet argued on. Bain Bayon Bain Balaila. In all of those cases, he's a Baba Machteres. Ay, Velama. He has a din of, of, of Elodom. Ay, Velama Nemar Machteres. So the Gemara asks this question because the Gemara said, right? Imba Machteres, Imba Machteres, that was the Lushan of the Gemara. Let's remind, I'll just remind you, remind you the exact law shown. Um, where is it? Tanurabonan, Machteres, Engliela, Machteres, Gago, Hatser, Karfivo, Menayin, Talmud Lomer, Yimatse, Haganav, instead of Yimatse, Insa, Ehu. And therefore, 
So it's a, it's a drasha. It says you might say haganav. It used the word ganav when it wasn't necessary because we know we're talking about a ganav, and it could have simply said yimtza ehu. You found him. So from that we learn that even gago chaser of karfifo. Aye. So why does it say machteres? Should have just said imimatzei haganav. Why imimatzei? Why why? What is? I'm sorry. Why does it say imamachteres imatzei haganav? It should have said imimatzei haganav. Only because derech rov ganovim lobo machteres balayva. So the Rambam says that from that brisa, that the reason it says machteres is only because that's the normal way, but the din is expandable beyond machteres. So therefore, you're allowed to kill him under all circumstances. Okay, aval. Before we get to the rive, before we see the beis yosef, let's um, let's read on. Aval haba b'machteres. So notice the difference. Churva, Karfif, Gag, those are basically enclosed areas of private houses. And to get in, you got to somehow or other sneak in. But if you, if you, if he goes into your field, he goes into your garden, your sheep are grazing in the meadow, and he goes to steal a sheep, that's not a din of Baba Machteres. And why did he do that? He went there because usually the Balabais is not around. So he never expected to confront the Balabai. And if he confronts the Balabai, he's going to run away. That's the assumption. Because he came to a place where he doesn't expect confrontation with the Balabai. Okay? So that's, therefore, he's a Yeshlo here we got to be medai carefully. We saw this in the Rambam. The Ganav, he stole, and he's on his way out. He basically, he's turned his back, and he's now running out the door. So what is he expecting? He's not expecting a confrontation anymore. So therefore, yesh Therefore, you can't kill him anymore because he's now not a threat to your life because he doesn't expect to be confronted. Now he goes to the other possibility that, there, that you know, he, there's a commotion and you're screaming at the God, get out of my house, I'm going to kill you. And then all of a sudden the neighbors come and everybody sees what's going on. Right? He kifu edim obnei adam. So now, even though the Ganav knows, before, they, before the commotion, the Balabai could have killed the Ganav. But he doesn't kill him, and there's a commotion, and now Adam come. People come. And he's still in the Machtera, he's still in the house. But all of a sudden, you can't kill him anymore. Enonera. Because now we assume that the Ganav is not going to kill, he's going to try to get away. Certainly, once he's out of the house and the guy and the Balabai pulls him into Bazdin, for sure you can't kill him in Bazdin. But he can't even kill him when there's people around to see what's happening. The assumption being that he's not a threat anymore. Let's just read a little more. The Haraivid Kosav, the Raivid says, Well, there's a drasha, which is Basically, what the tour paskened earlier, according to Rashi. It, it, the drush is true, but you can't ignore the simple pshat. You can't kill in the day. In it's daytime, you can't kill. That's arguing on, on the Ramam, because the Ramam says you could. Why ain't Rashi Lahargo? She ain't gone of Babayom, Eladerach Hashmata, Shomidu Boreach, Miyat. The reason he came in the day is that he expects that in the event that there's opposition, I'm running away. So if he's coming in the day, he's looking for a quick in and out. And therefore, either he's only he's not gonna he's not there to kill the Ganav. By the way, when he says Mamon uh, a little bit of Mamon, meaning Mamon Godol is when the when the Ganav says, I'm not leaving without the money. Okay, but you know, if he's coming to take a few bucks. He's not going to kill the Ganav. He's not going to kill the Balabai because of that. Okay? El Ganav Balaylo. But if the Ganav comes at night, Mibnei Shiodesh Balabai, Babayit. 
See, he knows the Baal. At night, ironically, ironically, knowing that, the, that there's somebody at home gives the Baalabite more power. Because if the Ganav comes knowing there's somebody at home, what's he expecting? He's expecting opposition and he's coming. So that means he's going to leave with, he's not leaving without the money. So when he comes in at night, knowing that there's going to be about somebody home, he's there to, he's there either to kill or be killed. He's just trying to sneak in and sneak out. That's the rivet. We saw this rivet inside. So according to this, night isn't literal. But we could even have a situation of night where he's not going to be allowed to kill. How? So now we're going to say this, this the guy who, he, he snuck in through a window. He went in through a window. He didn't tunnel in. He went in through a window. Why? <laughs> he found an open door. He found a window that he could sneak into. He went in. But he didn't. It's, but the language of Rashi is that once he exerted so much effort to dig a tunnel, he's not leaving without the money. But if he found an open window, there's no indication that he's so invested in leaving with the money. And it's very possible that if the Balabite opposes him, he's just going to run away. That um, uh, an unlocked door is inviting a Ganav. So if it invites a Ganav, there's no indication that the Ganav is there with, leaf, with lethal intent. So it's the, the Lushan of Rashi. I'll just read you the Lushan of Rashi. You may want to go back and see it if you don't have your Gemara in front of you. But the Lushan of Rashi was, where is it here? Um, Kivan de Torah, if you if you have a Gemara, it's on Ayin Beis, the first wide line in Rashi. Kivan de Torah umosar nafshe lachtor, meaning he invested so much to dig that tunnel. Adaiti de hachi also the ikayla apoy katil nale the Amar Torah kivan de rodefu ain't sarach hasra. That's going to get into the question of hasra, which we'll see in the in the we're going to see that in the Beis Yosef. So the idea of again, you you can imagine. You know, when, when, the, when, the bank te- when, a, when a bank robber goes up to the teller and hands a note, okay, hands a note. So if the, if the, if the teller presses a button and the alarm goes off, the guy's probably going to run. But if he spent two months digging a tunnel, okay, and he finally got into the safe and he set off an alarm, he's not leaving without the money. And that's, that's how you have to picture it, that the more effort... The more effort he invested in getting in, the less likely he is to leave without the money. And that's what puts the Balabite in danger. Okay, questions till here before we get into the Beis Yosef. Okay, all right. So the, we're going to pick up the Beis Yosef in the middle of Kosovo Rambam. You see the section Kosovo Rambam? All he does is he quotes the Rambam and... Um, Um, right, he quotes the Rambam and he quotes the Rivet and he quotes the Magid Mishnah. Tell me, do, do we want to see the Beis Yosef where he quotes the Rambam and the Magid Mishnah again, or you guys remember what the Magid Mishnah says? I'll leave it up to you guys. No response. You remember the Magid Mishnah? Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? I think, I think. I'm seeing a little bit blank faces. So I think we're going to just run through it very quickly because, because um, the Beis Yosef is going to build on the Magid Mishnah. Let, let's run through it very quickly. All right, I'm going to do it quickly because we saw it already, just, but we need a, a refresh. Besov Hilchus Geneva. All right, I mean, the Kosova Rambam Mechad. Besov Hilchus Geneva. The Rambam wrote what, what the tour quotes him as writing. The Kosova Rava Magid. Mashechiev Bayom. That was the big finish of the Rambam. That even in the daytime, there's a din of Enlodomim. 
Nira Lisha Yotzalo Minha Braisa. Where did Ramam get that from? Sheshaninu Beperik Ben Sorer, Tana Rabbana, Yuzarcha Shemesh Olav, Vichi Shemesh Olav Bilvad Zarcha. What's that Olav doing there? Ella Imadover Borel Hakashemesh. That he's that he that he's not going to kill, then Domim Lok. The Zepirush Hashemesh, Bilvad, Kolomar, Imperush Hakosuf, Kishetizra Hashemesh Bayom, Yelo Domim, Sheino Bol Harog Bayom. If he's he's arguing, he's he, what he's doing is he is showing where the Ramam got it from against the Rivet. What does the Rivet say? It's literal. Zor Hashemesh means the daytime. So says the Magid Mishnah. Well, if it meant daytime, in Perush Hakosu, Kishetizra Hashemesh Bayom Yelodomim. If all it means is that as soon if the, if in daybreak in the daytime there's no Elodomim did. Sheino Balaharik Bayom because we assume that a Ganav isn't coming to kill in the day. Yomar Hakosuv in Zarcha Hashemesh. Stop. What's Hashemesh Olav? It should have said in Zarcha Hashemesh Domimlo. If it's the night, if it's the day, Zor Hashemesh in the day, Domimlo. What's Zor Hashemesh Olav? Velo Yomar Olav. Shashemesh Lekol Olam Zorach. So by saying Olav, Ela HaKavona He, Shabain Beyom Bein Balayla, Ein Lo Domim, El Imkena Dover Bar Hashemesh. He's showing you where the Gemara got the drasha of clarity about the intention of the Ganav from the word Olav. That is, that's the Rambam. Now, this is all the Magid Mishnah. We're quoting here the Magid Mishnah. The Hara'ah, that's the Rivet. Kosav, Dibiyom, Eino Rashoi Lahargo. Dein Mikriyotzim Ide Pshuto. The Herich Bezit. Right? That was the Rivet's whole claim, is that you can't ignore the Pashup Shat. It's very nice that you make a Drasha, but you can't ignore the Pashup Shat. <laughs> and says, says the Magid Mishnah, Mayase Arab the Pashup, the Katsos of Eskapa, Uposuk Ayin Tachas Ayin, Gambal of Yumas. In each of those cases, we don't, we do, in, we don't, we ignore completely the Pashup shot of the Pasuk. So why can't we, why do we have to be wedded to the Pashup shot of the Pasuk when we have a drush? Okay. The Efsha Shahusover, who is the, is the Ravid. This is the Magid Mishnah uh, uh, talking about what the Ravid must hold. Shahusover, Shabraita, Lobolimayit, Sheein Lodomim. All right, that 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 the the all the olive is doing is it's the it's it's coming to uh, teach us the avalaben, but it's not ignoring the pashup shot of daytime. When you learn the brisa, it's very clear that the brisa understands. That Imzarcha Shemesh Olav is there only to teach me the din of Ben Alav Avala Ben and not to teach me anything literal. That's what the Brysa says. I mentioned to you, most of the Mefarshim on Chumash, most of the Mefarshim on Chumash do not learn like Rashi, which is aligned with the Gemara, but they learn much more like the Ravid taking the Pasuk literally. That's exactly what the Brysa says. That's exactly what the says. A different limud, meaning the first brisa gives no significance to the machteret specifically. It just that's the way it is. But the second brisa says that since it's not limited to machteres, but it's gago karfifo also. So why does it write machteres to teach you that you don't need hasra? Upirish Rashi zui hasra also shein tzorich hasra acheres. Elohargo miyad, meaning the balabaya doesn't have to give warning to the ganaf that if you stand, I'm going to kill you. Kiva de Torah the Rashi I just read you. Kiva de Torah Lachtor. Since the ganaf worked so hard to get in, he certainly came for the following 
uh, reason, the e kai la pei balabayit, if the balabayit stands up to him, katalei, he's going to kill the balabayit because he worked so hard. In Rashi, the Girsa is meaning that the Balabayat warns the Ganaf. Chazi, Mr. Ganaf, you better know, I'm going to stand up to you. If you don't run away, I'm going to kill you because you're a threat to me. And the Ganav has to say, I know, and I'm going to kill you first. Then the Balabite's allowed to kill. That's in Gago Karfifo, Gago Karfifo, because it's possible that he may not have come all these Fushas. But if he's in the Machteret, where he worked so hard to get in, then you don't need Asra. It's clear he's, going to, he's, he's, he's a life threat. All right, we're going to stop here, because this is the end of what we have in the Magid Mishnah. Okay? And we'll pick this up from here. Bezrat Hashem on Sunday. Okay. Shkoya. All right. So we'll, we'll again make a mark here. We're going to pick it up here, and um, we're, we just have a little bit of base Yosef. So after that, you know what I want to do? I don't even want to go into Zuchanach yet. We're going to go back to the Gemara and get into the sugya of Rodeh because you'll notice we've been throwing around Balahargo, Chatzarich Lahargo, right? And, and Rodeh, we're throwing them around. We're going to now get it. This is the real meat of the sugya that we need. Right? Rodef. What are the what are the parameters of intervention in Rodef? And it's very complicated.